Hey everyone, what's up? Welcome in to another episode of Real Sports Talk by Naraj Kalia. It is October 6, 2023 on this Friday. Hope you're all doing well. Looking forward to the weekend. As always, thank you for listening in. Uh, I can find more of my episodes, uh, which have all been by the NFL, the NFL season. Um, so do check it out. If you miss anything leading up from week one to uh, the start of week five, give it a listen. Uh, I think you'll definitely, definitely like it a lot. Um, so, let's get right into it. Week five um, kicked off last night with the Bears getting their first win of the season against the Washington Commanders. Now, this is a game that I did not pick or didn't, didn't bother picking. Um, as I'm going to change up things a little bit, I'm going to start picking games that I, not, not picking games that I don't want to pick. Um, and for some reason, in this week of I've late started, I like this matchup and I felt like I don't know what to expect from both these teams. So I wasn't going to pick this game to start with and um, the Bears ended up getting the first one of the season yesterday, um, kind of torching the Washington defense, which was a surprise to see. Uh, but Justin Fields, for the incredible performance, uh, along with DJ Moore, uh, they totally took out, uh, got big plays again and again against Washington. Uh, Washington's kind of put themselves in a big hole, and they could not climb out of it. And that was really the story of the game was... Um, the Bears just kept on putting up points, getting big plays one after the other, and Washington did battle back, but they did not get enough done when they had to, um, and that's why they ended up losing. So, uh, to the Bears for getting their first win. Obviously, they played with heavy hearts as Bears legend and great, and they focus. Unfortunately, passed away. Uh, he was everything that the Bears embodied um, as an organization, as a franchise, all these years. Um, so, um, hard to go out to uh, Bears community for this loss. And um, it was good to see Justin Fields and the Bears respond with a victory. Um, they got what they, got what they had to you know, get done. Uh, they played better football, they protected the lead. Unlike what they were doing in the last few weeks, and they got the win. So, yeah, week five features a lot of uh, really, really uh, interesting, engaging matchups that I want to get into. I will make my picks for some of the other games that are, are on the slate um, for, um, you know, this uh, upcoming uh, weekend. Um, and, you know, obviously... You know, you're at a point in the season where some teams are just trying to climb out of early holes in their records. There are some big-time performances and matches needed from quarterbacks, right? Coaching is up to there. And, you know, I think this week features quite a bit of some interesting uh, rivalry games and ones that uh, kind of will be needing to watch to see what happens. There are some teams that are on the bye week, um, you know, so there's that and it's going to be interesting to see in terms of, you know, do any games kind of get flexed around here and there based on these teams' records after, like, 
six, seven weeks. That's always a possibility with the NFL's like the new rules of and schedule flex. Um, that is something to be watchful for going forward. So one of the top games that I'm looking forward to um, in week five is between the Tennessee Titans and the Indianapolis Colts. Um, this game is a bit of an interesting one. It could be a fun one because you got two teams that are trying to not only compete um, with the Jaguars in the AFC South, but they're also trying to compete for a playoff spot. Early on, obviously, these games kind of do matter. Right now, Tennessee is a team that you know has been there and done that. They obviously missed the playoffs last year because of injuries and quarterback play and you know all that. And you have the Indianapolis Colts who are ushering in a new franchise direction, right? With Anthony Richardson and Shane, um, I think Shane Steichen, right, as their coach. Um, and so the Colts, surprisingly, have been a very competitive team for the first four weeks of the season. And Richardson has shown um, a lot of progress um, in terms of his ability to uh, play good football, uh, keep the team ahead of chains. Um, he's shown a lot of good progress at times in terms of what he can do, um, at, you know, his offense. And so, you look at Tennessee, they're trying to build off a dominant victory last week in which their defense set the tone, their offense kind of follows suit with Derrick Henry. And Derrick Henry has had a lot of success against Indianapolis Colts the last two to four times they've met. Uh, he's been a big reason why Tennessee has been able to, to to win. And the Colts' defense, that's the challenge. The key storyline in this game is, you know, are the Colts going to be able to stop their run? You know, they that will be a, a key storyline to watch because Tennessee is going to want to ground and pound or you know, attack Derrick Henry as much as they can. So can the Colts defensively hold up, right? Um, if you look at it, all they have to really worry about on the offensive side of the ball, right, is DeAndre Hopkins. And if they double cover him, uh, I'm sure other players will get opportunities to make plays. Uh, but the main thing for the Colts is, you, you know, you don't want Derrick Henry to wear you down. And so that's going to be the key for um, the Colts defensively is being able to, one, stop the run. Second, they haven't had, they haven't done a good job of getting to the quarterback in the last few games. Uh, it's been hit or miss with the Colts defense, right? You've got to be able to generate pressure and get after Tennessee's offensive line in this game. You're going to have to Ryan Tannehill. I think that's going to be a big thing for the Colts. They want to be able to keep this game within reach, win this game. Their defense is going to have to be much better against the quarterback and against the run. Now, as for the Colts, Look at it. Uh, they've had a couple of, uh, you know, little games here and there. They come off a come off a loss last week in overtime, in which their offense was down early. They came back trying to make it a game. Colts' biggest thing is get off to a fast start, and you know you may or may not have Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor is back, um, obviously after 
being away from the team and being on, you know, the ankle and recovery and whole contract situation. Jonathan Taylor is back. Now, it remains to be seen whether he'll play or not this week. Um, it's kind of up in the air a little bit. If he will play, uh, it's going to be probably a game time thing to, uh, decision. But for the Colts, it's all about get off to a fast start. If you're Anthony Richardson, this is a, this is a chance for you to need to build upon the success that you had last last week. Um, you know, the, the emphasis has to be for the Colts is to continue to, uh, you know, trust their instincts offensively. And so this will be a good test for Anthony Richardson in terms of, you know, how he can go about getting up from, you know, this defense. I might be able to do a good job of disguising certain things and getting pressure. And so, you know, can the Colts offensive line hold up against Tennessee's pass rush? Right inside, um, and, and Richardson makes some big plays. Right, he he's shown the capability of making big plays here and there with his arm. You know, can he continue to do that in this game? Um, I think when it comes down to it, it will be an opportunity for him to probably win this game. Um, and I think that somewhere, somehow, I think that the Colts. Uh, whether they kind of lost last week, I think they're going to be definitely looking to kind of gain back that edge and winning at home. And so, I think this game will be a close one. I think Tennessee is going to definitely keep it close. Um, but I see Anthony Richardson and the Colts finding me to pull this one out. I think that Shane Steichen is going to be a lot more aggressive in this game than he was last week. I think that you're going to see them get off to a much faster start offensively. I think their running attack will significantly be better and improve. If Taylor plays, I think they will be in a much better position. But I think offensively, they have some talent that is kind of due for its moment in this week. And so I'm going to pick the Colts beat the Tennessee Titans at home with Anthony Richardson making some plays um, down the stretch and getting the win for the Colts. Another top game that I'm looking forward to in Week 5 of the NFL 2023 season between the Jaguars and the Buffalo Bills. This game will be taking place on Sunday morning in London. Um, obviously, the international series of games continues to be different to the NFL. This is a definitely a, a uh, high-profile uh, matchup. Now, the last time these two teams did play was a couple of years ago when Urban Meyer was the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Jaguars somehow won that game. Um, it was like 9-6, to six and it was just a really strange game. But this is a different matchup altogether. Both teams have had significant improvements, obviously. I look at Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars. This is a game, a big game for them, right? This is a big game to see how well can they stack up against some of the other AFC contenders. Um, and look at the Jaguars, right? They have Doug Peterson. Um, obviously, Lawrence in the second year or so of the system. I mean, big things are expected at the Jacksonville Jaguars, and they obviously have Calvin Ridley, right? You have Christian, you have Evan Ingram. Um, there's a chance for Jaguars to really go out and prove a lot in this game. And you look at it for um, Buffalo Bills, right? Josh Allen has looked, started to look more like the elite quarterback that he has been. Um, the last two or three games, right? He's played like you expect him to play. And so this offense for the Bills um, has continued to produce. They had obviously a dominant win last week against Miami at home. 
And so they're looking to build on that success, right? And Stefan Diggs um, and these two tight ends and Dalton Kinnett and Dawson Knox with Gabe Davis, they're going to present a lot of challenges for the Jacksonville Jaguars defense. They haven't been tested as much in the secondary um, as they will in this game. I think that there's a lot of opportunities for both teams to make big plays in this game. Um, I think if you look at the game itself, although I think what, what, it, what it may come down to is you want to see which team can kind of establish the run game a little bit and which team can pass protect better. Um, I think that's going to be the key in this game. Now, you know, Jaguars, uh, for them, right, you cannot afford uh, to, you know, to miss opportunities to score points. you got to put up points. You know, you, you got to get, gotta get some pressure with that front line. Uh, but you want to keep Stefan Diggs from having a big game that he had like last week. Right, you want to keep that from happening. You want to force Josh Allen uh, to find someone else, make other plays around. Uh, so I think for Jaguars, their defensive line, their secondary is going to be up to a big challenge. As for Lawrence and this offense, right, the Bills have a defense, approaches uh, front four, front five that can get after it. So can Trevor Lawrence make smart decisions? Can he find some big plays against Buffalo? Um, I think it will it will come down to quarterback play, no doubt. And both quarterbacks are talented, can do a lot with, with their arms. And so this game could potentially be a shootout, could be a high-scoring affair. Because of both teams, both quarterbacks' talents and perspectives. I think coaching-wise, right, Doug Peterson, McDermott. Look at Doug Peterson has had a lot of different formations, creativity over the years. And so I think for Doug Peterson, you do want to see and try to, you know, spread it out a little bit, try to get middle of the field. But the running game would be a big help for the Jacksonville Jaguars. They can get that going early on. So um, I think situational football, turnover football is going to be key. And when I look at it, um, it's just hard to just see the Jaguars being able to keep pace with the Buffalo Bills all game long. I think... It will be a high-scoring game. It will be one that will go back and forth. I expect some turnovers for both teams. But I think the Bills are just more talented defensively to, to, to make a play. I don't trust Jacksonville's defense enough in this game. I think that they are not they haven't done a good job of taking the ball away um, at times um, against some of their teams this season. So there's been a few here and there. Um, like they had, obviously they had um, a few, but I think that Buffalo's defense is much more well-rounded. I think they're going to they're get after it a lot more from a pass rush standpoint of view than, than the Jaguars will. So I'm going to pick the Bills to pull this one um, out and win this game. Another popular matchup um, that I'm interested in for week five um, is between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, this is the first time that Kirk Cousins and Patrick Mahomes will go head-to-head. Um, I think the last time the Vikings and Chiefs did play, maybe a year ago or so, I think Matt Moore was the quarterback at that time, filling in right for Patrick Mahomes with an injury. But yeah, this is the first time for Kirk Cousins and uh, Mahomes going head-to-head. Obviously, both guys were featured in the quarterback series, you know, last year, and this is a big-time game. Um, 
just because of you know what both teams are trying to kind of build upon, right? Now the Vikings got their first win of the season last week, uh, and they're looking to find a way to win a big time game. Last year the Vikings were exceptionally great in winning one one score, you know, big time games, and so this is a game in which the Vikings do want to be able to win and. I think it starts with obviously Kirk Cousins being um, being great. He's got to be an all-time great game. Uh, he has to have an all-time great performance for the Vikings win this game, right? Jefferson found the end zone a couple of times last week. Um, this Vikings offense did come alive a little bit, but the turnovers were still an issue. So in this game, it really comes down to you know, can the Vikings. You know, stay competitive. Can they keep this game close, right? Um, do they have the defensive answers for the Chiefs, right? Uh, the Chiefs have been winning games um, the last few weeks, right, with their defense playing well, their offense getting it done when they have to get it done. Um, but the Vikings, they answer defensively, and they've got to find a way to slow down this Chiefs team, uh, especially their running game. The Chiefs running game has taken a little bit of a surge uh, the last few weeks. And so for the Vikings, this is about getting off the field on third down. If they can't get off the field on third down against Mahomes and his offense, they're going to have a long day. And so I think that's one thing. The Vikings offensively, you want to attack the Chiefs. You want to spread it out. Um, got to put up points. Got to be able to be efficient in the end zone and find a way to protect, protect the football, right? Kevin McConnell is going to have to be aggressive. Uh, you the you know the short passing game, the quick passing game is going to have to be an element because obviously it's like likes to blitz and do a number of things, and so it is very important for the Vikings to get off to a fast start, protect the football, uh, and defensively you got to get them down on third down. Because the Chiefs and Mahomes, right, they've been able to win with solid quarterback play, with defense getting after a little bit, and so I look at this game and I think that. It's very important for the Chiefs just to continue to do what they do best. You want to spread it out. You want to see Mahomes take chances in terms of play action. Uh, the running game has to keep emerging. But this defense also, um, they have a prime opportunity to get after the Vikings inside offensive line a little bit, attack the seams. And so it's a game in which the Chiefs defense will be tested quite a bit. And they've, they've got to be able to do a good job of taking away Justin Jefferson, trying to keep things in front of them. Um, and maybe back in they make mistakes how they want to win this game. So, I expect a good game between both these teams. I think that offensively, both teams will, will definitely bring it. Although defensively, the Vikings, no one really has emerged as that, you know, that key defender, right? You haven't seen their defense fully emerge at times this season. Um, and I just don't trust the Vikings defense enough to keep Mahomes and his offense reporting up points later in the game. So the Vikings may jump out to a, a little bit of an early lead. Might be one of those games in which you know, it will go back and forth. But I think ultimately this Vikings defense, I'm not going to go with them. I don't see it. I don't trust their, their defense to hold up against Patrick Mahomes enough in this game. And that's why I'm going to take against the Chiefs to win this game. Next top game that I'm looking forward to in Week 5 is between the 2-2 two two Houston Texans and the 2-2 two two Atlanta Falcons. Now, yes, there are other matches that are appealing, no doubt. But this match uh, is one that intrigues me from the standpoint of there are two teams that 
have definitely surpassed expectations so far this season. I didn't see Atlanta and Houston being at this point in the season. They played well. Uh, you've seen a lot of good things from both teams. However, uh, you look at the Houston Texans, right? They've come alive a little bit the last few weeks playing good football. CJ Stroud is looking better and better. Uh, D'Amico Ryan's defense, his identity is taking over a little bit. And they got a big time win against the Steelers last week. And so that momentum for the Texans, you know, came over to this game will be really, really important. For the Atlanta Falcons, you look at it, They've been able to win some games, but they got to go off to a 2 0 start. And the last two games or so, they haven't been themselves. Right? Desmond Ritter has struggled. Excuse me. Um, this offense has struggled in terms of uh, being able to move the chains, right? You've seen sacks happen, you've seen Ritter onto the ball a little bit too much. Um, so you've seen an element of like there's been a lot of pressure on this defense for the Falcons to constantly keep them in games and so the execution for Atlanta hasn't been great the last few weeks and so they have to find a way to get that corrected for this game right uh, you look at it you know Stroud and this offense they found some success last week they put up points right Nico Collins had a big game uh, the running game had a big game this defense had a big game and so I'm interested to see this quarterback matchup, right, between Stroud and Ritter. Obviously, Stroud is trying to continue to build on the success that he had last week, and he's looked better. He's looked a lot better than Bryce Young, um, a little bit better than also Anthony Richardson as well. And so excited to see what the Texans and the Falcons do do because defensively both teams have some really good talent. And for the Falcons, it's more of, you know, you've got – some good talent. You've got to feature that talent a lot more. Benjamin Robinson is an excellent player, right? Um, his usage and his uh, in playmaking ability has to be on display in this game. If you're Arthur Smith, you've got to be able to get the ball in his hands. You've got to feed enough of the ball. Uh, you want to see that for the, for the Atlanta Falcons be much better because they haven't been able to do that. And this is a big time game for him. Right? There's been a lot of talk about him already, his first full season, you know, getting used to this offense, getting used to this style, um, he needs a big-time performance. You know, they're not going to be able to win until he doesn't make those big throws. Um, their defense, as good as it has been uh, at times, um, they need more more from their offense. They need more from Kyle Pitts. They need more from Greg London. Um, and that hasn't been happening the last few weeks, and so this is a game in which um, Houston definitely will try to mix up a couple of things and coverage and disguises. And so, the key storyline is can Devin Ritter find a way to, to make plays in this Houston's defense? You know, can he make plays enough in this game to put less pressure on the defense? And for CJ Stroud and the Houston Texans team, you know, you want to keep playing the same way you played last week. You want to get up to a fast start, you want to convert opportunities into points. Um, you want to continue to see players step up and emerge uh, on both sides of the ball for the Houston Texans. So, I expect a pretty close game between both teams. Um, although, as my pick for this game, although I'm going to pick Houston, I think they just seem to be much better at this point in terms of how they're playing. 
I think their offense is capable of putting up more points than uh, than Atlanta will. And so it might be a low-scoring game, but I think that Houston is going to find a way to win this game. We're going to see this Stroud is going to build upon the success that he had last week. Uh, I think that D'Amico Ryan is going to have a lot of different things with the Red Desert River, and I don't see that River constantly being able to beat that defensive, that, you know, defensive look uh, from the Houston Texans in this game. And the final top game that I'm looking forward to in Week 5 is between the Dallas Cowboys and the Texas 49ers, which takes us on Sunday Night Football. This is a big-time game that has been circled on Lapidus calendar since NFL season began. Uh, this is a rematch from a playoff game last year in which the Niners won. Um, and obviously, Dallas has had a big-time <laughs> issue beating the 49ers. Uh, I want to say the last two times, right, the last two seasons or so, Dallas has been eliminated by San Francisco. Um, and Dak Prescott has not played at his best against the 49ers, um, you know, last two games or so. And so this is a big-time game for Dallas and their offense, right? You look at it, you have Michael Carter calling in plays, right? Their defense has been a big reason why they've been able to win early on this season, right? They've been dominant defensively. They've played with the, with the lead. They obviously had that shocker of a loss to the Cardinals, in which their defense obviously struggled a little bit. They got behind, and this offense couldn't generate enough points to come back and win that game. Um, but they played well last week. They've been doing that right in a pretty dominant fashion. And so, look at this game between the Niners and the, Cow- uh, the Cowboys. I mean, it comes down to a couple of things, right? One, you know, can Dallas' offense, you know, find success against the Niners' defense, right? Fred Warner and those players up front, I mean, they've given Dallas a lot of problems. And so... Can Dak Prescott be smart? You know, can he play good football? Can he be aggressive enough to make good plays without turning the ball over? Right? You want to see CeeDee Lamb have a big game. You, know, you want to see Michael Gallup be good. You want to see the tight end numbers. You want to see this running game for the Dallas Cowboys be effective. It has not been effective for them against the 49ers. So they got to find a way to, to run the football, be efficient, and play mistake-free football. If they can do that... They've got a great shot of keeping this game close and being able to win. For the 49ers, you look at it, right, Brock Purdy, his offense, right? Kyle Shannon has a lot of different ways that he can attack this Cowboys front. Now, Cowboys don't have Trevon Diggs. Right? They have Deron Bland back there. They've got a couple other players, right? And so, you know, Kyle Shanahan uh, is going to have to be uh, really good in this game in terms of making sure they continue to be creative with how they try to attack defenses. They've been really solid for the most part using Christian McCaffrey, right? Debo Samuel situation. And so for the 49ers, can you put enough pressure on Dallas, right? Can you attack them in, in different type of ways uh, and get them get them playing uh, and kind of wear, the, wear, wear them down, right? Because Mikai Parsons is going to try to, you know, be aggressive, blitz certain things, try to be that. So for Kyle Shanahan, it's all about, you know, you've, gotta be able to find ways to move the ball and Brock Purdy has to be smart can't make too many mistakes he's played really good football for the most part um, but you know there will be opportunities in this game where Dallas defense will defend and take away maybe a couple of things so how well does Brock Purdy you know, make those decisions 
That's going to be key. They're running a game against the Dallas defense. Will be a big, big thing to watch in this game is how well do they run the football against Dallas on the speed on the on the perimeter overall. And so you look at like both teams. Both teams have solid defenses, right? And offensively, you know, you've seen the 49ers do a lot more with Christian McCaffrey and getting, you know, more production. So that's going to be the thing is that Dallas has a solid defense. They've always been a good defense under Dan Quinn. But can their offense meet the challenge, right? Can they find a way to be effective enough where they can put up points and and not to settle for field goals. That's been a big problem for Dallas against the Niners is settling for field goals. So this game comes down to, I think, situation of football. Mike McCarthy has been scrutinized quite a bit throughout his tenure with the Cowboys for situation of football. You want to see aggressiveness. You want to see Dallas try to attack the secondary of the 49ers just a little bit. Uh, but you got to put up points. you got to play smart. Uh, and this defense that has been solid for the most part, you know, they make they make they make plays against everyone else in the league, right? But it comes to the forty ers they haven't been able to do that. So, you know, can Dallas' defense generate a turnover or so? Can they be better than the Niners defense in this game? Um the Niners front four, they've got a lot of ways to attack. So Dallas might be, you know, like in terms of their their front four, front three and pass protection, they might struggle in that aspect. So if Dallas can pass protect well, give Dak time to throw the football, he might be able to make some good plays. But if not, I think that it will be a, a tough challenge for like, this Cowboys offense to move the ball consistently against the 49ers defense. So I see this game being a really tight one. I think both teams are extremely talented, right? They have talent on both sides of the ball. Debo Samuel and George Kittle, I think, are due for a breakout game. I see them being able to do a lot more damage than Dallas will do offensively. I think that George Kittle is going to have a big game. I think that he's going to get a lot of opportunities to make plays. Um, and I think that Dallas maybe may play better. They may have more of a better chance of getting after it a little bit. Uh, but I just don't trust... I don't trust that Dallas offense enough to be able to keep putting up points or be able to put up points in time situations against the 49ers defense. So... I'm picking the 49ers to win this game. I think it'll be a close one, but I think that Brock Purdy, I think Kyle Shanahan finds a way to dial up some, some uh, you know, good play. I think you'll see Debo Samuel and George Kittle have big games. I think they'll take a chance in the fourth quarter, and I think they'll end up winning this game um, at, at home. As for my other picks in this game, I've got uh, the Saints being the Patriots. I've got the Ravens being the Steelers. Taking the Lions over the over the Panthers, I'm taking the Dolphins over the Giants, I'm taking the Bengals over the Cardinals, taking the Eagles over the Rams, I got the Jets defeating Denver, I got the Chiefs, as I said, beating the Vikings, and I got Green Bay beating the Las Vegas Raiders on Monday Night Football.